what's up? This is Juliet, and you're listening to Broken Girl Unchained Podcast. And today I'm sitting here with, once again, my lovely and pain-in-the-ass co-host, Miguel. You know how hard that is to edit when you say my name like that? Why? All the that raspiness in your voice. Why? It's difficult. It's not difficult. I know, because you're not the one that does the editing on I it. do the editing sometimes. <laughs> I do. Well, anyways, we're sitting here with Michael. Hello, Michael. How are you doing? That just sounds weird now. I know, right? It doesn't even sound like fucking me. Uh Uh-uh. Yeah, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> okay, so um, today we're we're going to be talking about a place that you and I went to, um, Daydreams and Nightmares. It's our yep. Halloween. This is our Halloween special. Yeah, this is, you know, the Halloween special, I suppose. And uh, what? What's that look for? What do you mean, I suppose? Isn't that what we talked about? <sighs> Arguing semantics. I get the look. I get the look. Arguing are we arguing semantics right now? Why don't you speak up so the listeners can actually hear you? As are we to arguing semantics right now? No, that's too much. Now you're clipping the mics. Oh, God. Get over it. Okay. So anyways, we went to Daydreams and Nightmares. And um, it was when we were uh, trying to figure out the look that we wanted to go for for 3125. And you, you love steampunk. Is that correct? Or... Yeah, or you like it? I like it. I like it. I, I've, um, I was introduced to it. Gosh, it's probably been over ten years now. You uh, have a hot picture. Yeah, I have this this picture of. Um, well, I'm not going to say where it's from because it's copyright protected. <laughs> but I have the picture <laughs> hanging up in my garage, and uh, this guy did this whole series of motorcycle um, steampunk. Yeah, well, he did motorcycle art, and then. He did a, a collection that was all steampunk and stuff. And it's really, really fucking cool. So I thought I would take you there to try to like, I don't know, reenact this fucking picture of this. And this, this girl's fucking hot, you know, and I just, I didn't pull it off very well. Yeah, You pulled it off m- more than you even realize. Yeah. Yeah. No, but good try. <laughs> nice I don't, try. That picture I got of you in the, um, when you were trying on the costumes came out really good. Yeah, that one came out really yeah. good. So with that being said, um, we went ahead and we ended up getting like exclusive material. Okay, so we I took Mike to Daydreams and Nightmares and Daydreams and Nightmares is a costume shop here where, where, where we live, which is Modesto, California. This place actually was featured on the Travel Channel and discovery and i guess they just had i want to say the ghost adventures but i'm not too sure they've had a bunch of people in there they were booked all through october they had that girl um bridget bridget who was uh, uh, one of hugh hefner's old girlfriends Mm -hmm. but now she does uh she does a a, podcast yeah she does a horror or a ghost hunting podcast yeah she does a ghost hunting um podcast so they're they're very well known in the with, the within the the community the ghost hunting community with our community too mm-hmm. um the ladies there were really really nice they were very accommodating they were very open to sharing kind of some of the stories and and everything that that's going on right um what i loved about that place is that they were uh very uh, open and love uh, not open i mean they of course they're open but they were very welcoming you know? Yeah. yeah. And, um, the more we started asking questions, the more that they started, um, giving us all this information and, um, 
they were actually built. Oh, well, they opened their store in a funeral home. Well, why don't you... Why don't you explain to the to the listeners what what you mean by open and stuff like that? Like, why don't you explain a little bit about what what's going on at that place? You know, obviously they're a costume shop, but there's more than that just going on, right? And there's people aren't coming in just for the costumes. No, the it's costumes definitely are haunted. Badass, but yeah, it's a haunted costume shop, and they actually um, they used to cremate bodies there. Mm-hmm. And um, Deanna, the owner of the shop, uh, gave us an exclusive um, interview. Mm -hmm. And she took us into a room that I guess this room is completely sealed off. There's windows, but there's bricks behind the windows. Yeah, the the room is all concrete. Mm -hmm. The room is completely concrete. And she said that when she moved in, that she was actually sweeping the ashes, that she can still smell crisp, like it was still crispy in there. Mm -hmm. And and that was kind of freaky. Would you not agree? No, no, it, it was definitely... There was, it was definitely a little spooky. Yeah. So describe your experience. Um, I thought it was a real interesting place and the stories. And, and let me tell you folks, he's a skeptic. I, it's not that I don't believe in that stuff. I just, I don't want to fucking see it. And, and I think he's there's a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I clipped right there. <laughs> right. You did. Right. For yeah. good reason. It was a karma clip. But yeah, I, I'm starting to experience some freaky stuff at my house. And you, you've had your own kind of experiences going on at your own house too, right? It's beyond an experience. It's, it blows my mind. Like it almost seems unreal, you know, more than to me, like an experience is is like taking a trip or something like that. Oh Mm -hmm. yeah. I experienced that. No, it's still fucking going on. So I actually called daydreams and nightmares because my kids are starting to see things. We're starting to see things in the house. Uh, shadows, voices. I was in the living room. I just finished putting my kids to sleep and I came down. I was waiting for the load to dry. All of a sudden, I heard a guy say hello in my kitchen, in my fucking kitchen. And I booked it upstairs and I was like scared for my life. How clear was the voice? It was pretty fucking clear. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's because it's like, I have this bay window in, in my kitchen and the side windows were open mm-hmm. and it sounded like it came in for, from the side window mm-hmm. and it just freaked me the fuck out. And at first I'm like, I know I didn't, my phone, like, cause I was playing on my phone, but I was doing some marketing stuff and it, there was no way in hell that like a radio was on or anything like that. And it just freaked me out. And then my daughter started having dreams after we left this place we said the um because you're supposed to tell them tell them about the the phrase so they have this this ghost you know they have paranormal activity going on in their in their place and they have this sign above the door that it's just this this phrase or this this saying it's not just a phrase but it's not a chant either it's no it's just it's this um you're basically telling the ghost to stay here you know don't follow me because ghosts can attach themselves to you just like they can to um objects so why don't you uh tell the listeners what you what you decided not to do the second time you went in there because when we went in there i'm just i'm gonna make my case right here 
that as skeptical as I might be, I wasn't dumb enough to not read that fucking sign on the way he's out. A bitch. Right? Hey, I'm not the one that has shit going on at my house. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear it. So, okay. So I went to go drop off um, the costume because I rented it. And I went to go drop it off. And I was just in a rush because I had to go pick up my kids and, you know, start dinner and stuff like that. I just booked it out of there. And I remember just glancing at the sign and I said maybe the last two words and I left thinking that this, you know, nothing's going to fucking happen. Any of you fans of the Evil Dead series out there, you know exactly what she did wrong here, right? Klaatu, Verata, Niktu, right? You got to say the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. So my daughter started having crazy dreams of hound of hell like it she like it was a dog no it was her brother and that turned into a dog with evil eyes like red eyes so I'm like okay that's just a dream whatever then my youngest started having crazy dreams and I'm like sleeping at at one point I'm still sleeping with them right now, but all of a sudden they started getting freaked out and then we started seeing shadows and I didn't experience my first shadow until I want to say maybe a week ago mm-hmm. where I was, I was having a conversation with my daughter, with my oldest daughter in the room and all of a sudden I looked and there was, I, I could have sworn it was my 13 year old and I was like, what the? what the fuck? And I'm like, stop being nosy. And, and I, all of a sudden, like I, I, I kind of lunged like in the, in the doorway to see if she was like trying to peek inside and listen to our, our adult conversation. And there was no one there. And I went to go check on her and she was in the room playing with my youngest daughter and her friend and I'm just like, wait a minute. No, I seen eyes. No, I seen a shadow. So anyways, I went to bed that night. And then um, the following day, she started seeing shadows again. And she's telling me that, you know, basically that she sees them all the time. Mm-hmm. And that she sees them. She sees them in her room. She does. She never knew that we went to daydreams and nightmares. Nothing like that. So then I called daydreams and nightmares. And I'm like... <laughs> Do you guys have some sage, you know, and like, help me out. Like my kids are being attacked right now. This is like Ghostbusters 911 type of shit. Mm -hmm. And um, they invited me down for a reading. Did the sage work? No, I don't. I don't think so. I, I don't know yet. Have you used it yet? Yes. I am not the sage itself. I, they gave me like a cleansing spray uh-huh. and I just think I need to bathe in it or something. What's what's the intent? What's the sage supposed to do for people who don't know? The the, the sage, I mean, it, it's it, called smudging. smudging. Yeah. Right. It's called smudging and it's supposed to cleanse your home and or cleanse any bad en- energy. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I have some stuff going on, you know, that I need to sage the house and they want to come in and do an investigation in my home. And I'm kind of freaked out. So lesson learned, if you do go to daydreams and nightmares and they tell you to read the sign. I said the fucking, I said the same when I left. Read the fucking sign. Read the fucking sign. Like I said, even as skeptical as I was, there's no way I was leaving that store without saying it. Yeah, you would just just in case. And if that makes me a little bitch, then I am a little bitch. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> yeah, I own it. Right. Um, no. Well, I mean, you've never 
talk about your experience. You were at my house and what happened? Which? When you, when you were sleeping and you heard the faucet turn on. Oh yeah. Yeah. I fell asleep and uh, you had left to go pick up your kids or do something. You weren't, you weren't at the house and I fell asleep and yeah, I, I thought I heard the faucet, like a, a faucet turn on in, in the, the bathroom and I got up and and I said, no, nah, I didn't hear that. Maybe there's something else. You know, the house is 30 years old, 30 plus years old. It's going to make some some noises and some creaks and stuff like that. But but yeah, I swear to God, I heard that faucet turn on and and I went into the bathroom to see and there was the sink wasn't wet. The sink wasn't wet. The bathtub wasn't wet. Like I went to look. I'm like, did you hear the sink turn on or was it the bath? I just heard water and it sounded like a sink. Like upstairs or downstairs? Upstairs. Upstairs. Wow. Yeah, it's it's it sounded like a sink turning on, because you know the bathtub has like a when the bathtub turns on or when someone turns on a bathtub, it's got more of a a bassy kind of echo to it, and this sounded like it was the water was hitting closer to a bowl than necessarily dropping farther. Well, and then recently last week, my um, my daughter started blowing me up in the middle of the night thinking someone was trying to break in the house. Oh, no. And the doorknob, she said that the doorknob was wiggling and there was a little girl or not little, but there was a girl laughing and I was dead to the world, you know, and um, I guess she called her dad and was just like telling her dad everything that was going on. But I just, it's pretty fucking, it's crazy to me. How much of this do you believe? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Talk about your, your experience with the reading. So you went, they called you over and they had someone who's, what is, uh, what does she, she was do? A, she's a psychic. And she did a... She did a, a, a 15 minute reading on me and um, it was $25. Some stuff I can't talk about because it's, it is pretty personal. She did hit some things on the, you know, nail on the head for sure. Some other things I'm just not too confident with and... I think that, I don't know, I don't know how much I I truly believe in some of the stuff that she says, because I believe that number one, you shouldn't know your future. Number two, I don't think anybody can tell me what, what my destiny is because I'm, I'm in control of my future. I'm in control of myself. I'm in control of what happens you know, as far as my goals. So how did the, how did the reading process work? Did she touch your hands? She just sat next to you? Nope. She's she just sat. Yep. She, just like you and I, she sat down and she, uh, she asked me what I was there for. And I told her, you know, stuff is going on in my home. And, um, she basically said that, you know, I told her about my children and she said, you know, because of your children, they're not here. I can't, I can't, I can't tell you if there's anything going on in your home or not or with your children, but I can tell you right now, you do not have anything attached to you. Okay. So nothing's following me, but, but that doesn't mean there wasn't, there's nothing, something in the house. Mm -hmm. I remember when my, my son came over here with me one time and he's really sensitive to that sort of stuff. Your ex-wife was right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My ex-wife used to go out into like civil war battlefields and, Pennsylvania wow. and here like like do ghost hunting stuff so oh, and, and I think my uh so I think my son maybe picked up some of whatever she has going on you know it's I don't even know what to call it I don't know 
I don't even want to put a, a name or a label on it, you know. Right. Who am I to tell somebody that that experience didn't happen? It's never happened to me. But you're a bitch. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, for anybody that knows Mike, Mike is maybe one of the strongest besides my dad. My dad is pretty fucking strong. But I mean, one of the the men in my life that is like really fucking strong, you know, and to see him so skittish about ghosts, it fucking, I don't know. It's just one of those it things. Me. <laughs> it's one of those things that I've never seen one. I've never had a, a paranormal experience. Besides. And I don't even know what that was that I heard, to be honest. It sounded like a water faucet, but there was no water in the faucet. You know what I mean? I'm very factual, like facts, you like know. a doctor. Like I, I want to see proof. And once it's proven to me, by all means, I will believe in it a thousand percent. You know what I mean? But I used to live in a house that was built in 19, 1926. I lived in Pennsylvania for about eight years. And the second house that I bought when I lived out there was built in 1926. And if you look at it, it looks like it could have been straight up an old creepy house, had the pointed oh, roof. Oh, yeah. And, I've seen pictures. And uh, um, I forgot what they call them where like the windows kind of come off the second story and stuff and they're pointed to, you know, um, there's a name for that type of house. It's just escaping me at the moment, but it, it was a really cool, cool house, but it made noises all the freaking time. Mm -hmm. And when I first moved in, I remember thinking it was, I'm like, man, I wonder if this house is so old, you know, that goes through your head. Like odds are there's someone in this that has lived their whole life Right. Or at least finish their life in the house because mm -hmm. that's what people used to do, especially in Erie when it gets to be, you know, 25 below zero and there's four feet of snow on the ground and stuff like that. Can but, I tell our listeners what you have in your bathroom? What, the painting? Mm-hmm. I have a couple of paintings by that guy. He is phenomenal. It's kind of spooky. It's but macabre. He does like like Halloween and, and darker themed art, so... You're a very dark person. I just like that sort of stuff. I like Halloween. I like kind of creepy stuff. I like horror movies, you know, and, uh, and I just, there's something about the artwork. Mm -hmm. Like I have, I have one in my bathroom that's like, it's basically kind of a Vlad the Impaler inspired type thing. And this guy's like got a little chimney burning and he's cutting down trees and there's skeletons hanging on sticks, you know? And the guy's name is John Olis, O-L-E-S-S. -S. If you look him up, he does, he's based out of Erie, Pennsylvania, where I used to live. And uh, and so I have that one. I have another one that's a scarecrow, like with the pumpkin head type stuff. And then I have another one that's the pit and the pendulum. Yeah. And there's all, so I have all three of those paintings. Only one's up in my house right now. The other two are have been uh, kicked out into the garage. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with it either, but it somehow it managed to... It managed to make its way into the garage you and not into, the, not into the, the design scheme of the house. It's really dark. Yeah. It's really dark. I think even the scarecrow one I've always had hanging up just in the garage. But the other two, I've always had the, um, the sticks and the skeletons one. I've always had that one hanging in my bathroom or at least a bathroom. I've so when you're taking it. a piss, you see like your... Yeah, I see the picture. I like having artwork above the toilet. I don't know why, but. Wow. So you have like people's heads decapitated. No, there's no decapitated heads. It's all that they're full skeletons. 
their bodies that have been impaled and hung in the, and stuck in the ground. <laughs> There's a difference, you know. <laughs> you kill me. So, and you play a lot of like, um, you know, metal and stuff like that, right? You I listen- love metal. I've been a metalhead since I was 11 years old. I remember I, I got um, my first metal album I ever got was an Iron Maiden album. And that was it. That was it. My, my, I had a buddy of mine who was big into metal and he was a phenomenal guitarist. And, uh, is that the one that, yeah, he oh, committed suicide when yeah. I was 20, almost 21. Um, he was kind of that tortured soul, creative, crazy artist kind of guy, you know? Yeah. So he was the one who kind of got me into, into metal and I've, I've been a fan ever since I've been listening to metal music, geez, almost my whole life. You know, I've, I've played in metal bands. I can never understand bands. what they're saying. They're like, wow. I mean, how much can you understand with some of the mumble rap that people that are singing is, these that days? That is too, a very, very know? true statement. But it, it used to be, and I get that, you know, I've, I've had, I'm really uh, respectful of people's musical choice and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I know that's why I play. I usually play it just when I'm by myself. I know not everybody loves hearing it. I don't mind the screaming, you know, and... uh some of my favorite music is is when there's a mix between like the clean vocals and then the screaming. Just just to have that kind of that juxtaposition of of the different sounds, you know. So being as dark as you are, I would I would think you would be more open to the paranormal. I, I think part of me thinks that's almost why I haven't necessarily really had any experiences because you know I I, I am open to it. It's just I, I haven't had it proven to me you know I, I have I have an analytical kind of mind so I just I need to see it once I see it I'll believe it all day long you know so even when you have a faucet turning on I mean that's the thing like this stuff has been missing in my house like I'll be looking for a charger for my phone like all day long and I know I know don't give me that look no but you would lose I your will... feet if they weren't attached to your legs. So I don't even want to hear it about the charger. Don't even believe her for a second because that's total bullshit. No, I swear to God. That's total bullshit. You I have swear. a stash of my fucking lighters somewhere <laughs> hidden in the abyss of your house, your car, your purse. That is even... absurd. Bullshit. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> that is preposterous. These lighters should last a solid three weeks to a month. I, my lighters last all of four days. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait a second. Someone borrowed my lighter and it hasn't returned. I think, this is my theory. I think that ever since we left Daydreams and Nightmares, I think something did attach themselves to me. And I think that maybe it didn't follow me that day. But I think that also the reader, I was the last reading of the day. Mm -hmm. She was completely drained and tired. And I don't think. I mean, when she was doing the reading and she was talking about my children and stuff like that, she was calling my son a girl, you know, it it was just, it was a hit or miss. And I think for psychics, I think they see flashes. I don't think they actually, they have to piece all those things together. Mm -hmm. And, um, I mean, I have a buttload of kids, so, you know, (laughs) take your, take your pick. right? (laughs) Right. So it was just like, we had to, it was like you know, playing Tetris almost, you know, or fit fit those pieces together. Right. And it was, it was just late in the day. And I don't think that maybe what is here is actually, she can 
see it or feel it or whatever. But there's definitely something going on here. Well, and I remember when we were leaving before before we left the store, you know, and, and they gave us, you know, the tour and they, they sat and told us stories of everything that was going on and took you into the, took us both oh into that gosh, room. That room. That has. That and, room didn't give me. Okay, so that's where the, okay, they, they take you into that cemented room, right? Where they did the reading. Well, while I was waiting for the psychic, you can hear the fucking shutters like going fucking bananas, bananas, like rattling. and Yeah, stuff. rattling. And and that's the cement room. And that's the cement room. Yeah. So there's, and there's, there's no, no wind. wind at all. So these windows that are created there has a metal, I mean, not metal, but has a cement slab, you know, or brick wall behind the window. So these shutters that are there. There's no fucking wind going in between them. Now, they are kind of close to the train tracks. Do you think it could be maybe vibrations coming through they the tracks? They said that it's been super, super active. Super active, like voices and um, shadows. Um, what else? The alarm going off. Uh -huh. um, keys rattling. Like, just crazy stuff. Yeah. Well, and they, they straight up said, like, I remember asking them, or you asked them, Hey, have, you know, well, these, have you ever had these ghosts attach themselves to somebody or, mm -hmm. and, the and they, they were just like, yep. Yep. They didn't it, even bat every, an eye. Everyone goes back. Everyone goes back to them. That's why, and I'm a Reiki master. So you would think I would be like guarding myself, but what's, I'm not. What's I don't, Reiki for the people who don't know? Reiki is. And for um, me, because I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Reiki is energy work. Uh -huh. It's an energy master, you know, so we know how to cleanse people's energy. We know how to um, ground our energy and it, we basically connect with the higher power and we connect with um, the earth, you know, the water, the, you know, the fire, the, the elements, the elements, right. Now, is that shit with the stones too? Is that where you yep. put the stones on mm -hmm. people and that well, sort of stuff? It, it, we do work with them, but. I'm not, I wouldn't say a master. I'm not a master. I just, I'm certified in it. However, I just went to a, a fucking retreat, you know, when I was doing my massage therapy school. And it was for me, I don't know about everyone else in the class, but for me, I don't practice it just because it was too rushed. You can't rush something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I mean, I think anybody who's, you don't have to believe in, in all these other, in something supernatural to understand that there's like an energy force that flows, you and know. And you know me. I'm all about energy. Yeah. So. And we've all been there, right? We've all been somewhere where you can feel the tension. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, something's about to happen. I can feel it. Like that's yeah. energy. You know, you've been out at the ocean or in the middle of the forest or up in the mountains and you feel it, it's that heaviness, that mm. different. Uncomfortable. And it doesn't necessarily have to even be uncomfortable. You know what I mean? It's just something different that you, your body picks it up. And I think it's in tune to it. And you can call it whatever you want, but I mean. I think that's my gift. I mean, to tell you the truth, I think that I'm just so intuitive. I'm so in tuned with my emotions and my feelings that I can tune into somebody else's like right out the gate. I think it's a gift and a curse for you. For sure. Yeah. Because Why? you get frustrated when people don't respond with the same um, intensity of emotion that you show. 
I, I've, I've noticed that that that's will, passion that can be frustrating to it, you. It does get frustrating because whenever I'm passionate about something or to others, I might be dramatic or an, too animated, but to me it's passion, you know? So yes, I would have to agree. I do get frustrated with that. Mm-hmm. Going back to daydreams and nightmares. Let's talk about when we went into that room. Yeah. Did, did well, you remember feel- she had you, um, she had you write down after you came out what you the things you were feeling. Right? Not after I came out. Or before. It was before. Was it before? I thought it was after. I, I thought think. she had you write down. I have after. to watch the. I have to watch the video. I thought it was, go into the room and. Oh yeah, you're right. And then when you come out, I want you to write down what you experience, and then she had stuff written down too, mm-hmm. and it was like. What did I write down? I don't even remember. Do you remember? I don't remember right off the bat, but it was exactly what she had down. Yeah. Yeah. It was almost to a T. Yeah. The things that she had down. Yeah. Because I just remember feeling uncomfortable, sad. I felt really fucking sad. That's what it was. She had you write down like a bunch of kind of like adjective, like descriptive mm-hmm. words and, and, and sad and, and uncomfortable. And, and um, there was a couple other that were on there that she had on her list too. Mm-hmm. She had this little ri- list written down. I just felt, I, I felt emotional. That yeah, was the that word. That was the word. Yeah. That was the word. I felt super emotional. It wasn't like, I felt like I was overwhelmed with sadness, but I couldn't, I was, I was almost fighting it back, like fighting back my tears. And I I couldn't piece it together. Like, is it the room? Is it because I have a lot of shit going on right now? Okay, like try to suppress it. Like I was just trying to fight back like that big ball in my throat. And how much of that could even be like um, the power of suggestion too? Like, you know, like someone's telling you you're going to experience something. You know, I'm not going to tell you what you're going to experience, but you're going to experience something. So you go into that room with, with that expectation, you're already thinking, and this is just me being kind of analytical, but it's, you're already thinking like, um, something's going to happen. So you're, you're more willing to accept, accept those pieces, right? Can't you just accept? I'm just playing devil's. That there is a fucking afterlife. I'm playing devil's advocate here for the benefit of the listeners. And probably to the enjoyment of my ex-wife who <laughs> divorced me because of how often I played devil's advocate. But that's a I, whole nother, that's, that's know, a topic for a whole nother day. Yeah, I do have to agree that sometimes I can be super passionate and be like, like I was telling you, there's something fucking going on here. I don't know what it is, but there's fucking something going on. I've been in a bitchy fucking mood and I'm never really bitchy i'm i'm never really bitchy just these really just these past 37 years <laughs> where's your fucking gun no i'm kidding <laughs> uh, i do not own any firearms thank you very much all of mine were lost at sea in a fishing accident <laughs> in the titanic <laughs> yeah so for the fbi and in atf who's listening all mine were lost in a fishing accident you have a fucking all mine were lost in a fishing okay, accident. Okay, good talk. Thank you very much. <laughs> anyway, back at daydreams and nightmares. Um, I, yeah, you you know you are such a pain in the ass. Well, I like I ca- to, I can't I can't have fun. I like to just look at at both sides. I, it doesn't mean that I I'm like if if you tell me that you know option A 
then I'm going to present to you option B. That doesn't mean I necessarily believe option B. I may be a, a big fan of option A. I think the the best way to have an informed opinion is to look at both sides. You know, it's it's like, you know, like politics, for example. I can sit and listen and look at someone who shares my political view and be like, yeah, 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 I agree with that. I agree with that, you know. But I, how often have I sat and looked at, at the viewpoints from the other side? You know, we usually don't. And so that's why I like to... I like to present that. Well, okay, you're saying that that this is happening. Have you thought it could be this, this, and this? That doesn't mean that that's the, that's what's going on. It very well could be everything that you're saying. But I think well, and this is the thing too. But that's just me. That's how I work. You know, you can work totally different, and I accept that. You know, I accept you for who you are, and that's how you operate. But this is just how I operate. You know, this is how my mind helps to make sense of stuff is to analyze it and and figure out the, you know, all the look at it from all the angles. You know what I mean? That's what makes sense to me. You know, you have eyeliner on right now. I have eyeliner on messing with fucking snap a face. Snap a gram. Insta chat. (laughs) Fucking stupid ass filters. Oh, my God. Can you have some fun? I always have fun. Do you? Just because I'm not 16 and want to play with Snapchat all day doesn't mean... Oh, my God. So you're calling me 16 (laughs) and that I play with... I never play with Snapchat. You are so full of fucking shit. You are just like your eyes. Just like my eyes. Full of shit. I'm just kidding. I just like messing with you. But no, I, I... The other day, I had a dream and it was freaking weird I didn't even put two and two together until you and I were talking I had a dream and his mom was a diehard diehard Niners fan yeah we buried her in her 49ers sweatshirt that's how that's how much of a Niners fan she can was, you yeah. talk about your mom a little bit do you yeah. mind no 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 my mom was rad um she was a super cool lady just football nut like you think some like football everything like we stopped going to church when I was a kid because football football was on. Like she didn't want to miss the pregame stuff. And I remember first we'd go to church. I grew up in an Italian Catholic family, you know, and so we'd go to church at like 10 o'clock. Well, then they pushed the games and all of a sudden the game started. Now there's games starting at 10. So we couldn't fucking go at 10, you know, and so we started going at 8. Well, they have the pregame stuff that starts at 8 or 8.30 and we were getting home from church too late for her to watch the pregame stuff. So we stopped going to church. So she's a diehard. Diehard 49er fan. What was her second team? The Raiders. The Raiders. She was all Bay Area. Her claim, her thing was that she was a Niner fan when the Niners were terrible. And. um, Raider fan when the Raiders. And that was just, you know, growing up, she grew up in Monterey. So it was, and she just fell in love with football when she was a kid. And she, she just, that was her thing. You know, mom didn't drink. She didn't smoke. She didn't do anything else. Football was her, that was her vice, you know? So his mom, I'm, I'm assuming, I, I don't know. I never met his mom. Your mom passed when? 2004. 2000, 2004. Yeah, 2004. So a little over, what, 15 years ago? 15? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I had this dream about, Uh, a woman I I guess supposedly I lived across the street or whatever and I'm walking into this house and this house had a bay window 
but it had this uh, green shutter over it. It almost looked like a, a shade. Like an awning. Yeah, like an awning. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I'm walking into this house and she's yelling, you know, from the top of her lungs at, I'm assuming a game. I don't know. I don't know what she was saying. But she looks at me and she tells me that I should be a Niner fan. (laughs) And I mean, you know me, I'm a diehard fucking Raiders. Like, I I love my Raiders. Like, if anybody asks me, I don't follow them now. So if you ask me stats, I don't know shit. Right. But I mean, it it was just something I was kind of uh, married into my past marriage. But I, 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 it's still like, I love my Raiders. It's like, it's almost like a marriage. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? For better, for worse. Right. Um, But for me, it's just like, I feel like when she came to me, it was, I've never had anything like that happen. Mm -hmm. The first time I experienced death, I was 35. No, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I'm 37. So no, I was 34. Mm -hmm. You know, it was my um, son's grandmother and she died in our, in our arms, you know, so I didn't experience death until later on in life. You know, I never had people coming up to me in my, in my dreams. I never really dreamed about anything like that. I've had, uh, this one kid in high school, he died of an asthma attack, you know, and I had him in my, in my, um, math class, but that's the only thing I can really recall. Oh no, I'm lying. I had another, uh, girlfriend of mine. she she OD'd while I was in college, mm-hmm. you know, and it was someone I went, a cousin of a friend that, but we all used to party together. And, um, yeah, but I mean, like family, family, I haven't really had much of an experience. And this per this lady felt like family to you or? I felt like I knew her. Mm-hmm. I, it's not like family it was just like you were familiar I was familiar like if she was I want to say like like my best friend you know what I mean like someone like like someone that always joked with me you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. and I was just like get the fuck out of here like you know me I'm I'm a Raiders fan you know what I mean like like don't don't come at me with your niner bullshit you know what I mean like that like talking shit type of thing yeah that's what I had two good friends of mine that um were still are big time diehard Raiders fans. And they, uh, they used to give my mom shit all the time, you know, especially if the Niners were doing like, if the Raiders were doing well and the Niners were doing bad, um, which in the, you know, mid nineties, that wasn't necessarily the case. At least I don't think so. Um, they were doing great back then. The Niners were definitely doing great. Yeah. So there was, uh, but they used to like to give her shit. Yeah. Well, and that's the way, that's the way it felt. Like it was that talking shit type of like, like the way you would with your friends. Exactly. You know? And when I was talking to you about it, you're like, Oh, that sounds like my mom. That definitely sounds like my mom. And I was just like, Holy shit. I didn't even put two and two together. Like, I don't know. Do you think that maybe when we left that place, maybe like, I was able to maybe, I don't know, a portal was opened or. I, I don't know. Because I've never had an experience like that. I don't know. There's there's a lot. I mean, we could do a whole 
we could do a fuck ton of episodes just on dreams and dissecting dreams and all that sort of stuff. I, I want to, oh, this is another thing I want to tell you. Okay, so the reader, she has, um, she's also a reverend I, and a witch. I don't know, like, how can you be a reverend and a witch? Well, if she's, um, if she's like a Wiccan or something and, and she's part of that. I uh, See, that I'm having piece. a hard time. I'm, a, I'm Christian. I've spoken in tongues before. Like it's, it, it's, it's really intense. Shut up, Mikhail. I've had a couple of women speak in tongues before. <laughs> that, that may be just a totally different, that's a totally different offshoot. <laughs> <laughs> I do not want it. <laughs> I don't want to know. I could have went my whole life without knowing. <laughs> That's all right. I'm just bragging to the listeners. Anybody who wants to listen, right? Anybody that wants to speak in tongues. Right. <laughs> Mikhail wants to use his tongue. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, again, that's that could okay. be a whole other episode that we could do. <laughs> <laughs> that is episode number. No, I'm just kidding. So what I'm trying to say is, is that this is just my belief. You know what mm. I mean? Everybody has their own. And I, for me, I don't believe that you can be a reverend and a witch. For me. Why not? If that's... If because that's, that's casting spells. That's using no. your... I mean, come on. That's that's such a... Okay, so one of my, one of my listeners actually emailed me and told me that because I, I posted something on Snapchat or no, it wasn't Snapchat. It was Instagram. And I was like, oh, you know, do you believe in psychics? And she's like, girl, I just had my reading done. And to get this person out of my life, he wants me to pay him $700. Right. I'm like. And that's why most people are skeptical about that because it always comes with a fee. You know, and it's well, like, fuck yeah. If I'm going to fucking X someone out of your life, hell yeah, it's going to come with the fee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's where the skepticism comes from. It's like, okay, you, you have this power to do it, but that power doesn't magically appear until I drop some fucking Benjamin. I mean, in your lap, you wh- what do you do? Do you cook up some frog legs and fucking, you know, pippity poppity boo and boom, done? Uh, my understanding of, and I don't know a lot about it, but the, the... How can you just be doing blessings and doing a curse at the same time? But that's part of it, right? I mean, you talked about Reiki being tied to energy. Everything I've read about like modern witches, whatever you want to call them, is, is all about that same stuff. It's all about energy and it's about um, it's about the elements and it's about being connected to the earth and earth mother and all that sort of stuff. You know what I mean? So it's about she could be very well be a reverend and still be able to... And maybe she's a reverend in title with her church. You know what I mean? Who knows, right? I could call myself fucking Mr. Ed. That doesn't make me a talking horse, you know? Well, I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but no, I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I think that there's a lot of, there's skepticism in me as far as, far as um, there's skepticism in me as far as, you know, what, I truly believe in and what is out there. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I just don't know that gray area. And for me, maybe I'm just not educated enough. I mean, we can go all day long. I mean, and get into witches. Oh, I guess there's fairies. Where? Now that I'm I'm kind of, you know, um, backtracking here. No, the lady was telling me that there's fairies. With boots on? I don't know if they're with wings or boots. 
I don't know. That's just a Black Sabbath song. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, I don't know what the fuck they're wearing. But yeah, they're they're like a, they call them guardian angels. They call them whatever. But I guess in their world, they're called fairies. I think it'd be cool to have. I think this is an interesting topic, right? And so let me let me tell you. And I know, I know you're you have to get going. But so this psychic has um an aura class this wednesday at um in turlock Mm -hmm. at her church and so i'm thinking about going and checking it out what is what is an aura is that like the an aura yeah the colors and stuff like that and it's what surrounds you it's Mm -hmm. it's based off of energy you know so your chakra and all that other jazz but um I was wondering if we can go check it out on Wednesday. Yeah. 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 So I think this is going to be an interesting topic. So I'm totally interested in that. Well, maybe we can get her to come on the show and and talk to us. I think I want to get her to maybe channel your mom. Would you be open to that? I I would be skeptical about it, but it would be, I think it'd be interesting and make for a good show. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. So, um, so to be continued. Yeah. 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 I'm excited. Yeah, this should be interesting. Hopefully she'll agree to come and and meet with us and, um, you know, sound off. Let us know what you guys think. Do you think, do you believe in this stuff? Do you believe in energy? Do you think it's a bunch of bullshit? Like, do you believe in ghosts? Like, um, feel free to, you know, leave us a comment, post it on, leave a comment to Juliet on, on Instagram or, or even on the blog site. Um, cause we're going to put a couple of videos we have, I think we know, I think we at least have one. We have that whole fucking video. So we're going to, we're going to try to condense some of the videos and, and post some of the videos up onto the, the broken girl unchained website too, mm-hmm. for you guys to check out. Um, for sure. once, once everything gets filtered through, but hopefully when, when this podcast comes out, then that, hopefully that that's up and running too. So, so thank you so much for joining me. I'm starving. Yeah, me too. And this drink, I'm getting totally fucking wasted here and I'm not even done with it. So awesome. (laughs) So thank you for listening and thank you for joining me. Yes. Thank you for having me on on this special edition of daydreams and nightmares with broken girl unchained, broken girl unchained till next time. Bye.